Hello, hello, iTap Online community, and welcome to a new episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast brought to you by your online source for tap dance education, itaponline.com. My name is Hilary Marie. I am your host, and I'm here to help you be the best tap dance teacher that you can be so that together we can grow the tap dance community filled with passionate tap dance students. And in today's episode, I am going to answer some questions that have come my way via the ITAP Online Community Facebook group and the 99-day ITAP Online Teacher Training Program. I've got some awesome questions lined up for you today, but before I get started, I want to invite you to join my live chat series. So this is something new. Something that I have extended to ITAP Online family members. So not only do they have access to the ITAP Online video library, but twice a month I go live and face-to-face with these ITAP Online family members to answer all of their questions and talk all things tap dance. Now what I love most about the talks are how wide-ranging they are, but also how personal they are because we're sharing live face-to-face time and we talk about everything. We talk about how to approach technique, how to help a student who is really struggling, how to you know, grow your tap dance program and get more students in the door, how to get your students more passionate, how to have heavy conversations with your studio owner that you were nervous about having. So it's all sorts of things. You know, nothing is off the table and I just love supporting these amazing iTap Online family members in their tap dance journey and helping them to be the best tap teachers that they can be. So that is my invitation to you. If you are interested, check out more at itaponline.com. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with a couple of these questions here. So question number one is... Creating footwork for transitional and traveling steps from formation to formation has always been a little bit of a challenge for me. Are there certain steps I may be missing that work well? Any advice would be appreciated. Once I get my kids in the new formation, choreographing from there is fine, but moving almost always tricks me up. Great question, and this is something that comes up a lot, and I definitely get this question often. Now, one of the things that I recommend is that it depends on the music and what the music is calling for, but if you want to keep your formation change simple and clean, and my friends, those are the best types of formation changes, clean and simple. The steps you should go to are the basic across the floor vocabulary, flaps, flap heel, flap heel heel, flap ball change, front Irish, shuffle ball change, front Irish, shuffle ball change, back Irish, right? So these basic steps are really the secret sauce. Now, you don't have to go flap, 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 heel, flap, heel, flap, heel, flap, heel, flap, ball change, flap, ball change, flap, ball change. What? No, that can feel a little bit boring and it can feel a little bit stale. Now, of course, if you're working with 
lower level dancers, they need those basic phrases and that is very important, right? But we're talking about stepping it up a little bit from there. So you don't want to make anything too complicated for younger, lower level dancers, right? But if you're having that feeling where you're like, oh, I could be doing so much more in this formation change, then I recommend that you combine and compound those across the floor steps. So for example, you could say, falap, step, falap, heel, falap, heel, falap, heel, falap, ball change, falap, ball change, shovel, ball change, shovel, hop cross, right? And you could take a phrase like that and you can take something like that and repeat it because it's a longer phrase, so it's a little bit more interesting. Or you can make an extra long phrase, like one longer melody line and take it across. So you can come up with a nice across the floor combination that you can then use for your formation changes, right? A formation change is nothing but an across the floor combination that is changing geometrical patterns, right? So when it comes time to change formations, go ahead and look at how many counts you have, how many bars you have, and start putting together a nice phrase going across the floor during your across the floor part of your class. And then, you know, look at your students and say, surprise you guys, that across the floor phrase that we were working on, you're going to pull that and use that to get into your formation change. So that is my recommendation on how to build some strong phrases in formation changes for your choreography. All right, the next question that I have here says, when starting a new class, do you take a few minutes during the first session to review rules of etiquette? And if so, is this something that you do with adults as well as kids? This is a great question. All right, so etiquette is very important to discuss in dance because dance studio etiquette is not standard etiquette and dance studio etiquette is a huge aspect of dance culture. So it's something that needs to be taught in the studio so that your expectations of your students are very clear. Now, the way that you go about teaching dance studio etiquette, tap class etiquette specifically, is not by standing in front of the room and saying, Okay, everybody, here are the rules. You will not tap dance while I'm talking. You will stay in your lines, right? It's not, it's not like that. It's something that you teach as you go along. For example, if you find that you're teaching and you pause the class to give corrections and people start running their feet, just say, quiet feet while I'm talking, please. You'll find yourself having to say it over and over again to start. You're just going to keep saying, hold your feet while I'm talking, please. And then eventually it becomes a standard expectation of etiquette in your class. And that goes for children, teens, and adults. Now, there are other aspects of etiquette that need to be taught as well. How do we go across the floor? How do we know that class is over? Do we clap at the end of class? Where do I put my water bottle? When can I get a sip of water during class? So these are things that will be taught over time. And whether they are children, they're teenagers, or they are adults, it is important etiquette for everybody to learn. All right, so my final question here says, I'm really looking to bring live music into my classes, but I'm not quite sure where I should start. Oh, this heart 
sorry, this question brought my heart <laughs> so much joy. It really did. Now, this is a question that I answered in an ITAP Online family live chat. And what's awesome about these chats is that because they're live and on video, I was able to ask this teacher more about their own experience of working with live music before. I was able to talk to them about how to ask their studio owner to provide compensation to pay a musician to come in, how to prepare the musician so they know what they're walking into, how to prepare their students so that they know what to expect and more. All of our live chats are recorded and they're, they're archived in the ITAP Online video library, which is accessible 24-7 to ITAP Online family members in the ITAP Online member center. So the awesome thing about being an ITAP Online family member is not only do you get this live face-to-face -face chat time with me twice a month, but if you're not available to make it, you can still go back and catch up on everything that you missed. So if you want to check out the answer to this question, you'll have to become an ITAP Online family member. And you can get more information about that by going to itaponline.com. And remember, all of these chats are archived. So you do have the opportunity to go back and catch up on any of the previous chats that you might have missed. So that is it for today's episode of Tap Teacher Questions Answered. I love answering these questions. I love helping tap teachers. I'm very, very passionate about supporting tap teachers in their dance journey. I truly want us to be able to come together so that we can continue to grow the tap dance community one passionate tap dance student at a time. So if you're thinking that you want extra, extra support as a tap teacher, I really want to recommend that you check out the 99-day ITAP Online teacher training program. And you can check that out by going to itaponline.com and clicking on teacher training for more information. So that is it for today. I wish you guys all the best in everything that you do. I hope you have awesome tap classes this week and that we will have an opportunity to share shuffles together soon.